Look, has time to throw. There's an out deep. Way downfield. Grab on your ass. He's going to score. He's going to score. Touchdown, Purdue. Seth Morales. Seth Morales. There are no flags. The Boilermakers have taken the lead on a 64-yard strike. Unbelievable. And they're showing blitz again. They back out of the blitz. Toss it downfield. Caught by Stubblefield. Goodbye. Tanner Stubblefield. Beat Dwight Ellis. And waltzes into the end zone. It covers 97 yards. Moore in motion. They get it to him. Moore in space. A burst of speed. A place down for Purdue. He's still going. Moore. Touchback. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. Bailey. The other way. Marcus Bailey. Punctuates this upset with a pick six. What's up, Boiler Nation? It's Sunday, September 19th, 2021. You're listening to another brand new episode of the Boiler Breakdown Podcast. I'm Tanner Lee, along with Evan Webb and Andrew Eiler. And I think I can speak for all of us. We're not in the best of moods tonight recording this episode. Nope. Yeah, we were a little overly optimistic last week. (laughs) Man. uh, I think a lot of people were. It it just, you know... I was okay after the game, and then as the night went on, the more I thought about the game, the more frustrated about the game I got. Mm-hmm. I, went, I was the opposite. I was more frustrated like the entire second half to after the game for like two hours, and now the more I think about it, I was like, hey, we're two and one. Yeah. That's right where we were, hoping, yeah. We, were, we were hoping we were going to be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other than so, I was more about just like okay, I don't really care about the game anymore. Just like is David Bell okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was terrifying, especially when they went to commercial break, came back, and everybody was he's, around him. He still had the ground. card out. I'm like, oh my gosh, because yeah. at first I thought he just I was like, oh, he knocked himself out. You know, yeah. Um, he'll be okay. He'll get up. Concussion protocol, mm-hmm. yada yada. And that's then, what I was. Ex- yeah. The longer he was down, I'm like, oh god, is he even moving? And then they finally said right. he was moving his hands. Um, but when he, he got, got up, up and they were like holding, he was like, must've like bit his tongue or something. That's what I was thinking. He must've had some blood in his mouth. Um, but you could tell he wasn't quite sure where he was. You could tell his yeah. eyes were pretty, pretty dazed. Uh, but not did, targeting, he, not targeting. Yeah. Not targeting. Yeah. Clean <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Even though the rule is leading even with the shoulder or helmet, Mr. Kyle he, yeah, launching. Oh man. Yes. Launching is part of it. And he does launch, but. But, <laughs> but no contact to the head. No he forcible contact, out. yeah. No, no forcible contact, yeah. Yeah, I might have said something about you, whoever that guy was. Yeah, you're only seeing that because you work for NBC, sir. Yeah, uh, he like was calling for one of our defenders' heads early in the game when our guy led with his arm. And he, he's like, oh, this is, I don't know how that's not even targeting. It's like, <sighs> you're muted, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah, yeah, that guy was a clown and, and a half. NBC. Uh, yeah, that was what I got more frustrated with. It I wasn't like, ultimately yeah. that. Yeah. I wasn't that frustrated with like Purdue's play that much. I was more frustrated with the broadcast. Yeah, and then you had like Tariko. Like, I mean, they mentioned the drum, which I figured they would. But like, then like as it went on, he kept making just more and more like it was just like condescending. Notes. Okay, like let's give it up here. Like I know yeah. it's it's stupid, but like. It's like, oh, I can go back to talking about Nicki Minaj's cousin. I was like, all right, Tariq, like, I like you a lot, but come on, man. <laughs> I, I thought Breeze did a good job. But I, I also thought awesome. he felt a little uncomfortable. 
He looked yeah. like towards the end of the game a little bit. He, yeah, towards the end of the game, he was not talking a whole lot. No. Um, I mean, I think. Well, then that missed that pass interference yeah. call right before <laughs> Bell got knocked out that they didn't call. He was upset about that one. And I think Tariqo even was like, that's a missed call. Yeah, he did. How, I mean, how do you not call that one? <sighs> that, that was like, I was Durham level at Minnesota during that, especially, I mean, it was like, Maybe a little bit less because like it wasn't like a touchdown, but the fact that it was Notre Dame is what like really drove me over this. And just the fact that you I mean Carl Loftus was getting held all game, which obviously holding happens, but like it was every freaking play. Which I guess is kind of the you know the mantra like if you do it every play, they can't call it every time, so might as well keep doing it. But yeah, know, just, and it's like, like what can you get away with? Yeah, like, I mean, uh, was it Northwestern last year? The defensive backs that were just like holding Bell the entire time and didn't get called mm-hmm. for anything. So like, mm-hmm. hey, if, we're gonna, if they're gonna let us do it, let's just keep doing it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right, but uh, I I knew not having Xander Horvath was going to hurt the offense. I didn't think it would hurt him as bad as it did yesterday. Yeah, we could have released him, especially in, I think mostly in pass protection. Not so mm-hmm. I mean, the run game was what it was. I knew it wasn't going to be great, but I'm not sure how much he could have helped. Maybe a little bit here and there, but I think we clearly could have used him just as another body to block because, my God, Jack was running for his life. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, I mean, I don't know if he would have done any better than Doru or Downing at least running because there was nothing outside of King King Doru like a thirty yard run mm-hmm. in the second half. Outside of that, there was not much there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of hoping they were going to just kind of abandon it. I know you, like Brom wants to have the balance and kind of try to work off the play action, but there's no time to let the play action develop. So I think go to those like those they call them like, like the long handoffs basically where like the swing passes the short mm-hmm. quick passes the, use that as the running game like we had to do five years ago or the entire yeah. the entire Daryl Hazel year because they couldn't run the ball then either. I mean, yeah, Breeze was saying it was like I mean, especially with RPOs, it's kind of just an extension of your run game. I mean, it's because if you can't run it up the middle, you mean get creative with it. So yeah. I uh, I thought the run game and really a lot of the momentum swung in the first half on the end around on fourth to one when mm-hmm. they tried to melt and right and he got nothing. I thought right there the momentum kind of flipped Notre Dame's way and never really came back to Purdue's way. Was that did they yeah. have the long touchdown after that? Was that when Notre Dame had the long fourth down touchdown too? Might have been that next yeah, drive, the, four, or... the fourth and three, which we yeah. almost batted that ball yeah. down. It wow. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that was frustrating because two of their touchdowns, one came on four and three, one came on third and seven. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, man. But not not having Corey Trice was a killer. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds like he's going to be that, out for a while. That's That was like totally out of nowhere. Like there was all that. There was those Twitter rumors from some random account. And they're like, no, that's bogus. And then you see him walking to the bus. Like, yeah, oh, then, fine. Then I think even like Tom said, oh, yeah, he's you know, like Tom saw him walking off the bus and no boot or anything like that. He's like, oh, sweet. There we go. And then like literally like Mike Carmen tweeted like right after at least he's yeah. our group and he's like he's out and i'm like what the hell's going on yeah yeah it, it just, <laughs> just frustrating a lot of missed opportunities um yeah. i mean yes yes and no i feel like i mean i guess the defense the defense played really well yeah and they gave, played with some edge yeah and gave the offense a chance but they they never really had a rhythm no uh they're really i mean I don't know. Notre Everything Dame, was tough. Everything was tough for the offense. Notre like, Dame no did a great easy. job of 
not letting Purdue hit the big plays. Like mm-hmm. the week one, week two, Florida State and Toledo hit big plays, and they just did not let Purdue get anything over the top. I mean, mm-hmm. Purdue even tried a little trickery. We're, we're going to do that yeah. double pass. Wasn't open. I mean, nope. they were just cutting a lot of things off. So, and, and when Milton Wright got it, like that defender, he read it like a book. Like he, yeah. he, he didn't get faked at all. Because I, nope. I was like, wow, he was. Because I was wondering how he got smothered up so fast, and yeah, the defender just saw it the whole way. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, that was. Yeah. And I know Milton caught a great touchdown. Besides that, I thought he had another rough game. Yeah. Yeah. I um I don't remember Brock Thompson much. Nope. He, he had a he couple was, catch. He had I've got it here. He had two catches for 18 yards. And Marshawn Rice. Marshawn Rice had like two catches, didn't he? He had four for 37. Four catches. So I knew yeah. he he looks good. I I don't know. Yeah, I feel I mean Milton has had a lot of chances and it seems like he's yeah, Milton had three, drops for seven, three for 17. One of those was a touchdown, and he had at least two drops. One of them was a crucial, like, mm-hmm. not even sure. Like, it didn't even really – it went right through his right hands. Right through his hands, his yeah. His whole body had, didn't even miss. I can't remember. Was that, was that in the end zone, or was that just uh... – Just outside it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jack Jackson Anthrop played well. A lot of his yards mm-hmm. was when Aiden O'Connell came in, yep. though. Aiden mm-hmm. was definitely looking for him, especially when David Bell went out. Mm-hmm. What you what you guys think about that decision to pull Jack and put Aiden in? All of a sudden, when I looked up on TV, Aiden's coming. I'm like, did Jack get banged up and I missed it? Same. Yeah, I, I was my dad texted me. My dad texted me like, hey, did, did is Jack hurt? I was like, no. I mean, I think he just wanted to do it just because Rafa's wasn't doing it, which I'm okay with. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, okay. I guess I'm. I go back and forth because say Aiden comes in and wins it, you know, all of a sudden it's like, I'm tired of the QB controversy. Like, but I also get, you know, if the offense isn't doing anything and you have a capable backup, why not see if it, I mean, I, you, I mean, you saw Notre Dame do that a couple of times, or even mm-hmm. you saw Oregon state do that against us and it worked. So, I mean, it's not always going to work, but if it works, it works. I I was okay with it because I mean, like we said, there wasn't a whole lot of space and mm-hmm. O'Connell just has a lot more zip. <laughs> on his passes. I mean, <laughs> I think like Plummer wasn't playing bad, and nothing wrong with Plummer's arm or anything like that. But I mean, he didn't have he didn't have time to get into those, some of those tighter windows, 10, 15 yards down the field. And O'Connell was just three steps and zipping Boom. it. Yeah, like, like that. That answer. I mean, they were they were really tight. Not probably <laughs> ill-advised throws. Yeah, there were a couple um, times. Where I think what but was they it? worked I mean, out. I texted it to you guys. I can't remember what play. It might have been the. Jackson or the Anthrop throw. That was a, that was like fourth and eight or something, wasn't it? Yeah, was I was like, like if if Jack throws that ball, that ball is picked because he yeah. doesn't have the zip that right. Aiden does. Right, and even one of his two interceptions, I mean, hit pain in the chest. Yeah, I thought the, that was in the end zone. Maybe it was yeah. like a bad throw, and then I saw it was like that's just pain. It was a perfect throw. Pain just has to catch it. Yeah. It also went like right by a linebacker's head. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was a tight, <laughs> tight window. Yeah, like it like hit his ear hole. Like, yeah, it's it's interesting on Knucklehead Central. There's definitely it's kind of split who should be the quarterback, but I I, I, I still think they yeah. should roll with Plummer against Illinois. I guess he hasn't done anything. Line. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't done anything bad. I mean, yeah. I think just given the offensive line and what we do, I mean, but that's also like, well, the, you know, Aiden played well and it was the same offensive line, but I think especially late in the game, they're playing more of a prevent defense. Right. So maybe that's something right. to do with it, but yeah, I don't know. Right. It's I, tough, but I think they're all uh, jacked. I'm happy yeah. It. It'll be interesting to see if his leash is any shorter now. Yeah. Or if it was just like what you said, Webby trying to spark something. Yeah. Cause well, I think he came in what the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I think was it was it the side of the fourth quarter or was it already like, most of the way through the four. I can't. I remember. think it was already. It was, I think it was like ten minutes left. Yeah, okay. they were. Only, he only played like two drives, like yeah. two or th- maybe three. He threw two picks, 18, eighteen passes, eleven of eighteen hundred four yards, two picks. 
Longest was 27. Because Jack still hasn't thrown an interception this year. Nope. Correct. Because the the other only other pick was Albers, Jack Albers, or yeah, 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 on that, yeah, on that on the fake field goal against goal. Oregon State, yeah. But no, I thought the I thought the defense gave. I mean, they had a couple couple plays here and there they missed, but for the but most part, like I was three. happy with their performance. Yeah, it was like mean, three or four plays, like which is going to happen, especially against yeah Notre Dame full of I mean, no, five just, stars. Just we, I mean, we play. We've heard Brian Newer talk about it, just the way how aggressive we are. We're mm-hmm. going to give up those big plays, which mm-hmm. I mean. I mean, yeah, like I'll, I'll, I'm okay with getting up a couple as long as you can make up for it on the other end. I mean, and part of it too was like we were, te- I mean, we were testing or we were asking for a Cohen because he he missed on quite a few. It's like you keep letting him do that. He's eventually going to get one. I mean, he's a he's yeah. a he's a starting quarterback in Notre Dame for a reason, and uh, he did eventually. <laughs> yeah, he's a pretty killer. You, uh, Killed him at Wisconsin. <laughs> what did you think of the long run, like their last, Notre Dame's last touchdown where he? like broke a bunch of tackles. I, I was kind of torn on, like, I know, I don't know. Somebody came in and tried to strip it and like, he shrugged him off and was gone. Like, mm. and it's like, I get that, like playing aggressive and try to strip it and, or just tackle him and like live to fight on. But then I was also kind of was like, did they just kind of quit there? That was, I was like, Oh, what that's that? what I thought. I thought it was, I was like, like, he, just, like he, he was trying, you know, once just really frustrated with how the whole game was yeah. going, then he tried to strip it and then just kind of gave up. Yeah. I think yeah. probably just a lapse in judgment there and, well, I mean, the whole answer it seemed like, like, why he just, he was wide, like, busted through, and there was nobody shrugged off a few guys, and nobody really hit him clean, except whoever it was. I don't know who it was that tried to strip it, which is yeah. fine, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, just some frustrating things here and there. <clears throat> but uh, 27 13 was the final. I think that, I think Purdue had 12 or 13 games in a row. They had scored 20 or more points. So mm. that streak is now snapped, but it just, like you said, Andrew, it felt like nothing was coming easy for the offense yesterday, unfortunately. I um, mean, even like Purdue's longest play was probably the David Bell catch. That it was. Put the two. Yeah, and 36 was, yards, was, I believe. There actually was pass interference. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's And even he's that was incredible. a ridiculous catch. Like, yeah, yeah, that was an unbelievable catch. Yeah, I, I haven't read much today about his status. I know he sent out a tweet and yeah, that's feel all bad because he feels like he let the team down and everybody down. I'm like, you're playing your heart out. You didn't let anybody yeah. down. Um, well, okay, so I, I know he didn't do anything. Clearly, not his his fault at all. Yeah, but it just so when did he actually go? Was it in the third quarter or fourth? That quarter? was the fourth. fourth. It was the series so, after. It was a series after the non pass interference call. Correct. Because we so were what, down so, seven. Because we, we were down uh-huh. seven driving, and that was on that pass interference non pass interference was on Six. third downs. Seven. Well, yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, we were down yeah, seven. So then, we, so we had to punt, and then they scored, and we got the ball mm-hmm. back, and that's when it happened. And we were down yeah. two, two scores yeah. at that point. Because I knew it was it was we were down four going to the fourth, and I didn't know if he got hurt at the end of the third or early in the fourth. I'm like, man, if we have yeah. Bell down four, how much does that change things? And then I mean, then after the fact, I mean, we still had chances, but I mean, he take one play. I mean, he's got the the big play potential of anybody on the on yeah. the offense, basically. But yeah. Yeah, definitely Purdue's not his fault. I thought Purdue's kicker was real good yesterday. Um, he's nails punting. Eh. Eh. Yeah. What um what what happened with Sheffield catching a ball on like the two yard line? I don't that know what was, he was thinking. Yeah. Let it that go. Was, yeah, that was like was definitely like a, a boneheaded play. So yeah, I remember just screaming at TV like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And then didn't catch one on like the seven. Like 
a quarter later, and that that pr- puts Purdue on like the one foot mark. Like, yeah, Mar- Marcellus Moore bobble to kick off one time, which he picked it up, but mm-hmm. he only got like to the twelve. Yeah, um, and we kicked just, one out of bounds. Yeah, 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 that was huge. I mean, just we things just like scored, that. Yeah, just little little things that you just can't. Yep. We can't afford to do nope. against a team like Notre Dame. Purdue needed Illinois, uh, but you can't do it against Notre Dame. Right. Purdue needed some some luck and some big plays, and didn't have any of it. No, I, I did love how the game started with Jalen Alexander with a yeah, blitz yeah. per sack. It seems like every year we play another game, something happens at the first play. I think 2012, if I remember correctly, uh, Everett Golston got sacked by Quan Short right away to start the game. And then I remember 2010, Dane Christ, first pass of the year, because it was the first game of the year, he threw one that Mac Charlotte dropped. It should have been picked off the first play of the year. It's <laughs> like, ah, should have known right then I wasn't going to swing our way that day. <laughs> but, um, yeah. It was frustrating. Shalele stays up in South Bend at least till twenty twenty four. So, can you guess who led the who led Purdue in tackles? I've got it up, so I'm not going to say. Okay, <laughs> was it Jalen Graham? No, he was fourth. Hmm. Cam Allen. Just oh. say a phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marvin Grant was second, so it's not good when your defensive back second, and your yeah. safeties are leading both in tackles. Yeah, that's no, not good. Very true. Very true. But, uh, yep, disappointing. But I mean, it is what it is. At least we didn't absolutely get our doors blown off. But yeah, you know, still I mean, frustrating. Down four, going to the fourth, and you lose your best player. With and then with Horvath, you're already your starting running back not out, and your best cornerback not out or not there. I mean, yeah, all in tough. all, all in all, pretty good for. 75% of the game. Yeah, uphill sledding pretty much. You can, take a, you can take a lot of positives out from this game, at least on the defensive side. They played really yeah. well. They, they contained them pretty pretty well for the most part. Um, I mean, they were able to get through. I, mean, I, I know George had a, couple, had a half a sack, and he got had a couple hurries on Cone. So, yeah, I think all the positives obviously came from the defensive side of the ball. And I said our place kicking was, was pretty good. Yeah, it's just unfortunately the offensive side, which is obviously what we were – most confident in going to the season with was this one that struggled the most. Yeah. And that's what I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know if there's a outside of Ohio state or Iowa, what defense would you compare Notre Dame to? I mean, someone that, that have that much talent and the off their defensive line was very good or made our offensive line look really bad either way. Um, well, I don't know, but I used to assume something like Wisconsin probably. Yeah, has I know Iowa, 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 Iowa state, yeah, Iowa, uh, Wisconsin sure. probably, but like, Purdue's not on that level. We know that, but the Illinois, the Minnesotas, the IU, Northwestern, Nebraska, I would think it's not going to be not a step below mm-hmm. that defense. So, I mean, the fact that we we can hung in there, learn from it, move on. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. Speaking of Notre Dame, on the recruiting graphic, that they have ten players from Indiana and Purdue's thirty-five. Yeah, but that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Because their name just gets the top one or two kids, and yep, yeah. yep, they're very selective, and then they just go nationwide. Yeah. So, yep. But uh, on to a game that the Boilers can't afford to lose, even yep. if they don't have David Bell. Is uh, Illinois battle for the Purdue Cannon, which Purdue is in possession of. Illinois is coming off a three point loss to Maryland Friday night. So after beating Nebraska Week One, they fall to Texas San Antonio, fall on the road to Virginia, and at home to Maryland. So Illinois team coming in one and three probably not hanging their heads too high no and yet until you said Tan, it's not this is a game that we cannot if we have any if we have any hopes of going to a bowl this is a game that you have to win 
and maybe even like even the next game, the Minnesota game. That's probably yeah, game. It's like you, which they're looking. They is, they look like they hit Mojo on yeah. Saturday. Um, but this, Illinois, yeah. like uh, look, I'm looking at their stats here. Brandon Peters was their only quarterback to play Friday night. He went ten for twenty six, one eighty five, zero touchdowns, one pick. <laughs> 10 um, for 26. 10 for 26. <laughs> he had nine, nine rushes for negative 31 yards. Oh, my God. <laughs> so a couple sacks how did they score? How did they score 17 points? <laughs> well, it looks like they, they lose 20 to 17. They had one rushing touchdown. And – I mean, if he had 10 completions for 186 yards, he must have had like an 80-yarder in there. He didn't throw a touchdown. Yeah, they only – they had mm-hmm. one rushing touchdown – we have a defensive touchdown, maybe? No. No, it doesn't show that they did. Huh. One field goal made. I'm really confused. Let's see, pull this up. I've got it up, Tan. Okay, so they have, yeah, 25-yard field goal, 38-yard touchdown run, 30-yard run. Yeah, it, it shows – this 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 app is weird for me. It shows that two got, receivers score touchdowns. But it doesn't show that Peters threw any. So it's Casey Washington, 30-yard run, and then Joshua McCray, 38-yard run is what ESPN says. Yeah, that's exactly – but mine shows up in the receiving category instead of the rushing category. That's weird. Huh. I don't know. But, yeah, Illinois, uh, this is a team Purdue got last year. You remember the last time they came to Ross State 2019 was just an absolutely miserable downpour of a game, if you even want to call it a game. <laughs> Um, but Illinois has got new coach Brett Bielema is uh, oh. head coach now. No Lovey Smith on the sidelines. So, no Sam No three thirty. Big Ten. The early work. line I see Purdue minus eleven, which I wow. didn't know they had lines out this early. I didn't either. I don't have yeah. any on my phone. So ESPN minus has some up. 11. There's some. There's some big lines this week. Minus <laughs> eleven. Yeah. I would, I would, I would oh rather <laughs> want. I will. I would want to know if David Bell's playing before I hit that or not. Oh yeah, I know. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping this is a game that we don't need David Bell. Right. I mean, I mean, yes, David Bell is clearly the oh alpha and best player. Clearly, yes, that sounds exactly like Oklahoma State Akron. Yeah. What is it? Forty. Forty nine. Forty nine. I don't think they're covering that. I know we're previewing that a little early, but Ohio State. I don't know. I mean, what was the Michigan? What was the Michigan? Uh, Who they play this week? They killed uh, Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois, like sixty-three to seven. Yeah, yeah. Was last time Michigan scored sixty-three. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go check how our boy Rocky Lombardi did. Nine for seventeen for forty-six yards for Northern (laughs) Illinois. They get benched. He did have seven rushes for seventy-two yards. Good for him. Yeah, but how, how are we feeling going into the matchup with the Illini? I'm I'm feeling okay. I uh, yeah. I think I think it'll be that was a good like we said measuring stick in Purdue for 75 percent of it was clearly they weren't the better team but they were competitive they hung in there. Um, I think you get the better offensive line play and just gives the quarterback just a little bit more time to see the guys or the wide receivers to get a little bit more open and then it's a little different. Really encouraged by the defense, so I think, assuming that Purdue, the defense will be up for it like they were. I mean, obviously, that was a primetime game against the top 25 team on the road, so they're probably a little amped. So, as long as keep that energy, I think they should be able to dominate a pretty – sounds like pretty bad offensively Illinois team. 
Yeah, I, I, I haven't watched them on much besides week one against Nebraska. And I know they beat Nebraska that week, but even then, I remember their offensive line just getting dominated by <laughs> Nebraska's defensive line. Uh, so hopefully that carries over. Um, I'm feeling pretty good about the matchup, even mm-hmm. if Purdue doesn't have David Bell. Um, definitely glad Same. it's at home, though, and not at Illinois. Yeah. Uh, Caleb Gerald on Periscope says he thinks Doru runs for over 100. I, think I would take that. Yeah, if that happens, Purdue, I think, wins pretty comfortably. Yeah. Yeah, I think – I, I hope the defense can just – yeah, just hope George just takes up residency in that backfield. I mean, he has all – he has them yeah, so he, he did, yeah, he did it. Yeah, he's done it every game. So, yeah. uh, so that's anything different. Yeah. Um, who uh, – so if David Bell doesn't play, mm-hmm. who who's your breakout wide receiver this week? Who's it going to be that's going to – Brock Thompson. It's got a Jack Santhrop, I don't know. I think Brock Thompson. I want it. I want it to be Brock Thompson or yeah, Marshawn. I do too. But, I'm, I'm going to go Marshawn Rice. Rice. I like what I've seen out yeah. in the last yeah. week. I want Rice. I want it to be Rice or Thompson as well because I think I want them to. Get, Marshawn's think number got, nine, right? Because I kept throwing. Yeah, me. yeah. I, like, I was like, who the hell is number he, nine? He looks huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's. Um, I, I would like to see some other tight ends get involved too. Besides Payne, mm-hmm. it'd be nice to yeah. if Garrett Miller's healthy, get him in there or, or Bill Adal. Um, I just want to see. I don't know. I want to see more targets out there. Mix it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. See, like, see, see hopefully, like, what do you do about Milton? I'd love to see him have a get right game. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I, he gets I, 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 he I said, gets open. He gets yeah. open. He's just got to catch the ball. Yeah, I said, that, I, said that, I said that after Oregon State. I went that to the UConn game, and that didn't really he didn't really get a ton. But I just like him. I just want him to do well. But I, I mean, know at some, at some point you have to. I mean. You Next can't man be a li- it can't be a liability out there. We've, we've got three, a stacked three. receiver room. This is your three. Yep. Yep. It's yeah. It's uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting. We'll see what kind of wrinkles Brom pulls out. I honestly, I was a little surprised. I thought we might see Austin Burton in a package yesterday, and we never did. Mm. I'm starting to think maybe we're not going to see that. I was thinking the same thing, especially with how how much trouble we had keeping keeping Jack clean. I mean, he yep. was. He was spinning out of the pocket every. Do you every think he's just maybe just too afraid to throw something like that when the game's tight? You think he's just? I mean, he's just maybe afraid of you know, like kind of talk about we can't, especially against like Notre Dame, we can't afford mistakes, like dumb mistakes. You go to play, you know, damn near a perfect game against a team like that, and you know, throwing in, you know, a quarterback for a player two, and you know, him throwing a pick or whatever, maybe I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I wonder because we don't really see a whole lot of trickery. But Unless, like we're winning, or we just need something. He did hit the first drive that O'Connell came in. Purdue was on like the one yard line, like yeah. their own up against. That's that's kind of a risky time. I feel like to change change quarterbacks in yeah. a pressure situation. You're a boss yeah. snap away from a, a safety or giving up a touchdown pretty quick. Yeah, and a guy who can't move very well with his feet no. in right. the end zone. <laughs> like, oh boy, yeah. a shoddy offensive line. Yeah. Thad Mooney says, stack wide receiver room. He's talking about Milton Wright. He's had yeah. his chances enough to get a right game next man yeah. up to see what they got. Can't hurt. Yeah, I mean, it's getting to that point, yeah. I think you know, he, had, he, he dropped a lot a couple years ago. Last year was better, and that was where it seemed like he was past it, and they think it's it's mental, right? Like, I think – and yeah, he probably yeah. is fine, but I—I I, I mean, Brahms even, even noted it's all about confidence. He said he works harder than anybody on the practice mm-hmm. field, so – yeah, it's just got to get a game where and you don't he, have any drops. Well, you saw like, I mean, his potential. I mean, that, that catch for a touchdown was 
it was that that was a pros catch. It was, it was a mean, pros catch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think I saw a boiled sports tweet that that because that drive was David Bell had that awesome catch yep. where he kind of was falling. Yeah, and it's like and then he got the pass interference call to keep the drive alive. Yeah, yeah, I think both because we got stopped like, on the goal line. Those guys showed their you know the, why they were rated so high coming out of high school on that drive, and that's true. I mean, those those guys were keys to that drive. Yep. When we needed it badly. <laughs> so looking forward to being back in Ross State again. Three thirty mm-hmm. kickoffs are fun. Uh, definitely hoping for a W. Feeling feeling good about it. But let's uh, let's go around the Big Ten. Give our predictions before we get to that game. Uh, we got a comment real quick. Uh, Caleb Gerald saying, "What about you seeing absolute speedster?" Yeah, we I haven't seen him hurt. yet. I think he's been hurt. Yeah, he got hurt last year. And I don't know if he's recovered or not. I think it was like an ankle or foot or something. I love seeing him, like Colin Sullivan. We haven't seen him. Right. Do you, want to try, do you want to try to say his first name, his whole name? Tanner. Nope, that's Webby. Abdul Rahman Yassin. Hey, that's yeah, why. <laughs> I'm not going to botch it. I've botched it enough. Um, <laughs> the Irish this week, they're playing in uh, Soldier Field. How do you feel about that, Webby? Hey, I thought I mean, Purdue Notre Dame were playing in Soldier Field. Purdue Notre Dame. That's what people are. Was it the UConn game? Gosh. Yeah, CBS Sports Network said that about ten times. Yeah, um, I, mean, I no- hate it. But. Notre Dame is playing the Badgers, Wisconsin, and Soldier Field. Who who do you guys like in this one? I still like Wisconsin. I mean, I'm I don't think Notre Dame is as good as the ranking says. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they're good. Obviously, they're Notre Dame, but I don't. I think they're more of a eighteen to twenty five ish team. I don't, yeah, top fifteen. It, it currently right. says Wisconsin five uh, minus five point five. five. Is that, did you yeah. say that? Sorry. Yeah. I, I I I would like to see Notre. I don't know. I feel dirty saying this. I want to see Notre Dame win by like two touchdowns, just so that like, so, yeah, our, about our game yeah. with being competitive like makes it seem yeah yeah that that we weren't like that. I don't know. Make it feel a little better about the last game, even though yeah. I feel okay. I, I agree. I think Wisconsin. Yeah, that make me feel better going into the Wisconsin game. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah they'll give them two L's already. Yeah, um, I still I'm going to pick Wisconsin just because. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's interesting. I didn't realize I just realized this, but it's Cone against his old team. I yeah, he knows he knows them pretty well. They know him yeah. pretty well. So, and I don't uh, know much about Wisconsin's defense in terms of how good they'll be against that Notre Dame line, who's on their what their third string left tackle. Yeah. Uh, I think the Badgers by a touchdown. Yeah, I think they cover it barely. Like a one-score game, one-touchdown game. Bowling Green at Minnesota, which Minnesota went out to Boulder yesterday and pitched a shutout. That surprised me. I got the spread of 31 for Minnesota. Bowling Green's one and two. Who who have they played? Let's see who Bowling Green's played. Um, ESPN predictor has – They lost to Tennessee and then lost to – South Alabama. I was like USA. I don't know who South. I don't know who USA. Oh boy, is. <laughs> they beat Murray State by seventeen. Yeah, give me Minnesota easy. Yeah, I think they yeah. cover. Mm-hmm. Ohio at Northwestern. Ohio's zero and three, but Northwestern's one and two after losing the close one on the road at Duke yesterday. Yeah, this is a fifteen point spread in favor of the Wildcats. Um, Wildcats versus Bobcats. Bobcats. Yep, I think Northwestern covers that. I don't know anything about Ohio. Yeah. But just They've lost, uh, they lost They lost by 20 to Syracuse. They lost to Duquesne and then got whooped by, yeah, Louisiana, Lafayette. 
Northwestern just doesn't score a lot of points. I mean, they scored 21 yeah. against Michigan State, 24 against Indiana State, and uh, 23 yesterday against Duke. Hmm. So I'm uh yeah I'll take I'll take Northwestern in this one. I think like a like a 21 to three type game. Yeah. Yeah, sounds right. Villanova at number ten. I didn't realize Villanova had a football program. (laughs) Uh, They were good when, like, we were in high school. I remember. I think they were like they were FCS though. Like they weren't. They they bumped up to FBS just recently. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't. I had no idea. Um, Penn State looked good against Auburn last night in the whiteout. Penn State's gonna roll in this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's no line. I don't. I don't see a line. It's gonna be a (laughs) whenever if there is a line, it's gonna be big. Yeah. Uh, Kent State, they continue to play Big Ten opponents. They're one and two. They're at three and oh, Maryland. Maryland's 14 and a half point favorite. I think Maryland rolls in My that God, one. My God, they're going to be, if they win this game, they're two wins away from being bowl eligible already. I thought they're going to win like a game or two all year. <laughs> Who do they have upcoming? Let's see here. Then, ooh. Yeah, once they get into the East, <laughs> they may not win another game. It gets too. real, real fast because the next two games are home against Iowa and then at Ohio State. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then at Minnesota, home against Indiana, home against Penn State, at Michigan State, home against Michigan, and at Rutgers. So it's, yeah. this is literally their last easy game. Yeah, they might not win a one after this one. <laughs> they, may, they may not. Uh, I'll take Maryland pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, Colorado State at number five, Iowa. Colorado State's one and two. They're not very good. This 22 and a half. 22 and a half. got 22 and a half for Iowa. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think Iowa covers that. I was number five in the nation. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, 3-0 Rutgers at number 25, 3-0 Michigan. Look, oh, I'm a little surprised by the spread, 18 and a half. Yeah. That sounds a little high to me. Yeah. No even, respect for No Shiano. respect for Shiano. Um, I think Michigan Ooh. wins this, but I, I don't think they cover. I agree with you, Webby. Yeah. I think it's, it's going to be a close game. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I do think Harbaugh's got a. I think Harbaugh's got a really good squad this year, though. Who's their quarterback? Um, Milton. Is it Joe Milton or something? Uh, he's not is he, there is anymore. He, is he a transfer or is he? Is it? Is it a? Let me see here. I guess I could probably just click on. It's uh, they got two of them. It looks like uh, they McNamara. have Cade McNamara and McCarthy. Um, I'm JJ assuming McCarthy. that. I'm assuming one. I'm assuming McCarthy's the backup. Yeah, that came yeah, in when they were six, up six passes yesterday. Yeah, when they were up fifty to three or something. <laughs> um, interesting matchup here. Two and two Nebraska, who gave Oklahoma all they wanted. Yeah, see that what coming. The heck. At three and zero Michigan State, I think we can start saying Michigan State might be the most improved team in the country. Were they ranked last week? I show them no. as number 20 right now. I don't know what the ESPN is showing them, enough. but they're showing them as 20. Oh, they must be ranked now because they went yeah, down they and beat 24 Miami on the road yeah. yesterday by two yeah, touchdowns. Ranked. Yeah. Yeah. Michigan State minus four. That seems I, – I I know Nebraska. I don't know. I know they actually – talking to our friend Ryan is a Nebraska mm-hmm. fan. He was, he was upset after the game because then they lost by six with – Two missed field goals and an extra point that was blocked in return for a two points for Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> Their special teams kills them every week. Right? <laughs> um, I, 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 I'm gonna, I didn't watch much of that game. Yeah, I so I have no idea how it was that close. I'm going to take Michigan State. I keep writing them off like they're pretenders. They caught my attention this past weekend. Yeah, I think they. Uh, I, I think they roll. I mean, I think. I like, say. I, I want to say. I want to say Michigan State big. 
Yeah. 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 I, like 17. Mel Tucker, Mel Tucker, I didn't think he could do it this fast. But the night games, the seven o'clock game. So, yeah, that's a good East, point. East Lansing will be rocking. Um, Columbus, 730, Akron at Ohio State. You said it's a 49 point spread. Poor Akron. Oh, my God. I don't think Ohio State I think they cover. Me. I think they do. <laughs> it's going to be I mean, like the Michigan, it's gonna they, be the Michigan North Nola game. But I don't think they covered against uh, – who they played this Tulsa? last week? Tulsa. Tulsa. They didn't cover against Tulsa, I don't think. They already have a. They already have one loss. I mean, like they're gonna go win by eighty again. <laughs> I don't think they cover. I think it's like a forty-two to seventeen game. So Ohio. Oh. So here's, here's Akron's schedule. They lost sixty to ten at Auburn. They lost forty-five to twenty-four against Temple. Ugh. Who lost but sixty three to ten to Rutgers? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> and then they beat, they, cover. they beat the Bryant Bulldogs. Ooh, poor Zips. I say they cover and lose by forty eight. <laughs> cover by <laughs> points somehow. They no, go I think Ohio State. Have gone for one. I think Ohio State puts up seventy. <laughs> and then uh, Indiana, one and two Indiana. You hate to see it. Hate to see it. At Thank one and God one, Cincinnati Western Kentucky. Yeah, Indiana no kidding. Going. What? Thank God Cincinnati woke up, Andrew said. It was all after that targeting call, which was questionable. Yeah. It, was, it, it was targeting, but the fact that he got ejected for it was criminal. Well, that, that's the dumb college rule. They should, yeah, it should it be is. like the NFL where you get two. I've said or I think that it can be like – it has to be two or like if it's blatant. Like I yeah. think like I think the – uh, the Hamilton one on um, Bell was no. was an injectable offense, just given the way he came at him. But yeah, the one that McFadden did was, ugh. I mean, I was happy to see it and was laughing about it. But um, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, it was uh, it was not good, and it, it flipped that game. Uh, I didn't think Cincinnati was all that good either. Um, but I, I mean, the, the line's only IU by nine. Only IU by nine. I think I think IU. Skip Skip saying uh, Bill Tucker's by seventeen. If that happens, IU's going to explode. Yeah, I would love I would love that, but I think IU wins by yeah two touchdowns. I don't think Penix has looked awful though. Penix has looked awful, but I I think IU's defense is good enough. Oh yeah, yeah. is he out? Is he have to sit out a half or something? No, because it was the first half. Okay, it was it was pretty early. It was like it was like. First or second, second quarter. quarter, so it was second yeah. quarter, but I didn't know if they were still suspended for something like a full game. But like, no. whatever you miss, like you miss the second half, and you have to miss the first half of the next game or something. Yeah, know. that's what it is. Because there, there was a guy for Auburn last night that got called for for targeting against Penn State, and he had the. It was actually it was like late in the fourth quarter, and so he's got to sit out the whole that sucks. first, which really sucks. What uh, what's the spread on this game again? Nine. I think IU wins by about thirteen. I think Western keeps it close. Low. That place should be rocking down there. Yeah. If they have any fans, I don't know. Jeff Brom leaving. They've been bad ever since. So, yeah. Um, but we can, they, we can, hope. They, you know, they, they hung, they hung in there with army 38, 35. Uh, I think Penix, I think Penix is bad enough right now and he's playing so bad. <laughs> he can't move. He can't move with his knee. So he's becoming a pocket. He had like he's had like eight picks like the last two years, and he's thrown like six already this year or something crazy Hashtag like that. Penix for Heisman. Yeah, yeah. He's quarterback in the conference. Forty-eight percent completion passing completion percentage. Four touchdowns, six picks. Yeah, he. I, yeah. My my belief is his knee's screwed up still, and he can't be mobile, so he has to stay in the pocket. And it's really affecting everything. He well, does. 
I said I watched the first half and then that was about it. And I can't. I think I caught some of the end. And I was kind of flipping back and forth, but he he would get into trouble, like almost like trying to instead of taking a sack or throwing it away, he would try and force it and got picked off like every single time. It seemed yep. like. Before we go to the top 25 matchups, I got a comment here from Skip. He says, do we turn to inexperienced running back in our stable, and do we not believe in Marcellus Moore, or is he too small? Yesterday was painful. I mean, we don't really have much in our running back stable. That's the problem, unless you mean like going to Downing. Um, Cross, I think, the freshman. Yeah, I, guess, freshman. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I, I too early in the season for that. I think I, we keep – I think Doru's showed enough. Yeah. And Downing's been fine. I think you keep yeah. it as it is. I mean, maybe get Anthrop or somebody involved yeah. a little bit. Um, and just keep I, – I almost, like, wish we wouldn't have run the ball, like, at all the second half. Just go to the, yeah. the swing passes. I mean, okay, whatever. RPOs, Three, four yeah. yards. Maybe break a tackle and can go. But um, yeah. I don't know. You can't yeah. – we can't run the ball up the middle, especially against a, a team that we – that's not no like game. an Oregon State or UConn yeah. or something like that. Once yeah. again, we're not going to because we're, our offensive line is going to be at best even. Like yeah. we're not. There's not going to be a defensive line that off and on the rest of our oh, schedule. No, the offensive line is yeah. going to overpower and control. I really wish we could have seen the offensive line with the other three guys that are missing. Mm-hmm. I think it would have made a big difference. Mm-hmm. But part of it not a lot of good top 25 games on the docket this week really uh it's pretty bad uh we got a couple here i mean georgia at vanderbilt yikes i think georgia's got a roll on that one 34 point spread yeah they cover that um coastal carolina's ranked 16th i have them at 17th on here yeah 17th Um, they're hosting umass who's 0 and 3 35 and a half 35 and a half you know how about uh, Fresno State? Fresno State, 22. Called called that over UCLA, yeah. I want to say, the other night on the pod. It um, I guess the kind of one of the bigger games is number seven, Texas A&M at number 20, Arkansas. Texas A&M, five-and-a-half-point favorite. Oh, man, without their quarterback. What happened? That's uh, last week, last week against Colorado, he cracked his leg. Oh, that's, okay. That, that's what it said on the bottom line, leg crack. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna take uh, the the Arkansas. hogs. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna take Razorbacks. Pig yeah. Suey. Yep. Yeah. Sam Pittman in the in the hogs. Yeah, sure. Upset Dude, special. Was, it, was it Arkansas who beat Texas? And like yes. Arkansas was supposed to be like the basement <laughs> yep. besides Vanderbilt. It was supposed to be like the easy game in the SEC. <laughs> Did you guys see after that game they had a graphic on their jumbotron and it had horns down? No. <laughs> Everybody just loves crapping on Texas. It's fantastic. I mean, it's like it's like Duke in basketball. It's like yeah. I mean, at least Duke wins in basketball. Though, that's the thing. But if you get a chance to take a shot, you do it. Yep, yep. Tennessee at number eleven, Florida. How about the fight Florida put up against Georgia? Ooh, yeah. oh, I was watching wow. that game. They, yeah, they, Alabama. Was it Alabama. Oh yeah, Alabama. Yeah. Did I say Georgia? Yeah. Sorry, Alabama. Yeah. yeah, Alabama. Yeah, nobody gives Alabama a fight like that. No. Mm-mm. Uh, I think and then yeah, that, to end it with the sack, though, how it ended. Yeah, they had yeah. the ball, and I was like, "Oh man, just throw it up, do something, give give it a chance." This is two and one against two and one, uh, old fashioned rivalry, Tennessee, Florida. But I think the Gators get the yeah. balls here. Yeah, I mean Tennessee's beating Tennessee Tech and Bowling Green. They lost to Pittsburgh. I want to see Tennessee burn. Same. Just I know Webby, you've always talked about <laughs> that fan base. I just 
like that football program's a joke. Yeah. So with how they ran it's, off it's, Seattle. It's, it's, I love it's doing well. It's very – Seattle's Nebraska. doing so well at Rutgers. They're very Nebraska-esque. In yep. fact, that they, they were and really the, good at one point yeah. in the 90s, and that's about it. Yep. Yep. I think, yeah, I think Florida, especially mm-hmm. after, like, the confidence boost you get with taking Alabama down to the wire, I think, yeah, I think they – and it's in the swamp, yeah. How about – uh, number 21, North Carolina at Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech's one and two, but they gave Clemson everything they wanted last night, losing 14 to eight. North, North Carolina whooped. I mean, it was, it was a high scoring game against Virginia, 59 39. I think North Carolina had, had had a bit of a losing streak against Virginia. Um, I'm still going with Mac Brown, though. I am Mac, too. Mac Brown and the boys. I am too. But I don't know what was up with Clemson last night. That was They did not look very good. Oh, no, that was weird. Um, West Virginia, who thumped Pittsburgh yesterday, they go to uh, Norman to play number three Oklahoma. I think, yeah, Oklahoma sixteen and a half. Yeah, I think uh, I think I Oklahoma think they, had has a wake up call. Um, they get focused and roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, Arizona at number four Oregon. Arizona's zero and three. Jack Plummer's younger brother made his first career start last night for them. How'd he do? For him. Uh, I'm going to go see how he did. Um, I mean, Oregon's a 20. They, lo- they lost by two to Northern Arizona last yeah. night. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. hey, he was you know ni- what? 19 for 34 for 191, a touchdown and two picks. Maybe they shouldn't have fired uh, Kevin Sumlin. Uh, Rich Rod before him. Yeah. I think Oregon covers. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I Col- was Oregon was number three. Wow. Yeah, they're. Uh, I guess actually going to be Ohio State here. In some respect. Colorado at number nineteen, Arizona State. Arizona State lost last night to BYU, so they might be falling out of the polls by tomorrow. Wait, who? Wait, it's you said it was Colorado versus what? Arizona State. It shows them ranked on mine, but they won't be coming. Oh, so they they, they lost. The, yeah. They lost to BYU last the night. They lost yeah. to BYU last night. So my my score app's a little behind when it comes to the rankings. Uh, but I think Arizona State beats Colorado. Yeah. Nonetheless. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not not the greatest slate of nope. games this weekend. But the cool thing is with the Notre Dame Wisconsin game being on Fox, Drew Brees and the rest of the Rose Bowl team will be in attendance against Illinois. <laughs> Oh, it's, oh, yeah, I forgot. That's right. Yeah. Coming. So, so, for the 20th anniversary of the Rose Bowl team. Oh, that's pretty cool. I saw Drew the Rose Bowl game. Drew, put, Drew posted a picture of his, his family's at the game. Yeah. And all of his boys were decked out in pretty gear, which is cool. Good. Good. I think they yeah. all were. I mean, all his yeah. kids, I think his wife, they all were. His wife was, stuff. yeah. Yeah, she's a yeah. pretty alum. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he definitely dropped in a, a wee a couple times I caught. <laughs> but even he was, I thought he was. Yeah, fantastic. he did. That, I think that, he, that, that had to be really hard. Too fast at times. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine how hard that was for And for him. your first game. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's one thing to get warmed up with a couple of games, but yeah, the fact that it's your first game, it's your alma mater, who you are not shy about, you know, showing your love and support for. and As well, he should be. Yeah. And, should and, be. I, and I don't think it's any secret. He's doing this with Trico because NBC wants them to replace Collinsworth and Michaels eventually on Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. So. I don't think this is his ideal job no. calling Notre Dame games, but he needs to practice and make yeah. sure the chemistry is good with those two so they can fit right in. I thought he was – yeah, I thought he had a lot of cool insight to the game and just kind of 
I mean, it kind of was very similar to Tony Romo in the fact that he kind of yeah. was, I mean, he's way better than Tony Romo. Oh yeah. But obviously I mean, he's see, at least he, he wasn't spoiling plays before like what Tony Romo does. I, I always find that crazy how he does that. It's oh, just yeah. wild to me. I'm I like, mean, I was, I mean, I, I, I have a coworker or a, a someone I work with, like a sort of a coworker whose son played big 10 football. And he says that he'll watch games with his son and they'll just, and they'll, uh, they'll just call plays out before they even happen while watching games just because they just know the coverages. Patrick Kennedy on uh, YouTube wants to know Samson James, how long till he plays? That's a yeah. good question. That was, uh, that was one I think, I don't know if it was on here. I think it was in a group text. I said Monday last week would have been a good time for James to be named eligible. I think tomorrow would be a good time for him to be named eligible, yeah. but I, uh, I'm not optimistic for the year. I'm not optimistic. Uh, it clears him. I'm not either, especially if that rumor of that IU has to sign off for it. They will not yeah. sign off for it if that's no. true. Yeah. Which Purdue wouldn't, wouldn't do the same if it oh, was yeah. reversed. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, he would help big time right now. I mean, they made it sound like he would be, when, when Xander was healthy, he'd be number two on the depth chart. So, okay. Which is that's crazy. How, that, I mean, that's how Tom made it sound like. So. Yeah. Because, I mean, Darula, I mean, it wasn't I know. great, but he led the team in rushing two years ago. So, I mean, Darula's right. had experience and he was talented and, yeah. yeah. All right, so Boilers, Illini prediction, and uh, score prediction, and MVP of the game. Let's see here. What's this? Do we have a spread? 11. Purdue 11. 11. Is it that's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, Over under is 55. 55, okay. I think we went by 17. We'll say, oh, man. Mid seventies and sunny, according to Caleb Gerald, right now yeah. for Saturday's forecast. Beautiful, it's football weather. Beautiful. Football it will weather. be. It will be officially fall come Saturday. Yep. So, um, actually, I'm, I'm gonna not say seventeen. So I'm gonna say thirty-five. We win thirty-five to seventeen. So win by eighteen. So, I think MVP. I'm gonna go Plummer. I think he. I think he bounces back. Bounces back. I think it's like thirty to seventeen. Purdue, I think they just cover. I'm gonna say I was thinking Plumber as well, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go Payne Durham. I think Payne Durham dominates. You know, I did say he was gonna lead the team in touchdowns. So. Did I'm gonna go 31 to 20. Okay, and, right, right at the cover. Yep, and I'm going with George. He has at least two sacks Saturday. You see, after he got the one, he he made a he put his finger up as one. There's yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, well, I I was surprised. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love this. <laughs> Caleb Gerald saying 38-0, Purdue King MVP with three touchdowns. Jeez, I would sign me up. Sign me up. David Bell, just stay in the locker room. Go back yeah. to your dorm. Whatever. <laughs> Don't even be there. Go put bubble wrap back on. And speaking of George, real quick, I gotta mention. I know I texted this to you two guys earlier. Pro Football Network come, came out with their third three round mock draft today. He's number two overall to the Detroit Lions right now. Oh my god, I would hate that. <laughs> oh my god. Him and Barnes. Oh my and Blau. God. <laughs> god. Oh man, he'd be wreaking havoc on fields for years. He would. He would. <laughs> would you rather see him in Detroit Lions or a Green Bay Packer Green? I'd buy a Packer jersey. Shut I'd up. Buy that jersey. Shut up. <laughs> Oh, I guess I'd rather see him in Detroit because he won't win in Detroit. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But man, also, what I'm scared about overall. Sorry, blows my mind. Indiana Peaks, but I would hate to see him go to the Colts. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be real mad. Keep, keep <laughs> him out of AFC West for me, which I think yeah. the other AFC West teams will be too good to draft yeah. that high. So, 
Speaking uh, of, I was looking. I was going to look up what Rondell's final numbers were. Man, he had a good game. It was like seven catches. Yeah, he had like five for 105 last time. I He's left. in the perfect offense for him. Oh my god! I mean, Kyler so Murray's fun. so fun. good. Thank God. Viking, Viking stink. Yeah. Uh, all right, here you go. Final numbers for Rondell: seven catches, 114, and a touchdown. And the I'm touchdown was, was, was 70, 77 yards. yards. I'm, I'm surprised he doesn't get any carries. I would have thought he would have had some like gadget yeah. plays or something. Get him on like a like what he did at Purdue. Yeah, give him time. Yep, Caleb says he and uh, Murray will be fantastic for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was cool though, and if you watch that clip, he go, he's going nuts the, when he scores because his teammate laid, had an awesome block for him, and he was like just going nuts for the teammate who made the block because he was yeah that was kind of a busted play that. I'm not sure what happened with the defender, but he lost him and he had his untouched. I mean, what it's a guy you don't want to lose. <laughs> no. I mean, he's small enough. It's not hard to. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. But. Good stuff. Good stuff. Love seeing uh, former Boilers producing the pros. A lot of them are banged up right now. Mm-hmm. Mostert, Ricardo Allen. Don't like seeing that. Mm-hmm. I haven't yeah. checked out how Barnes has been doing. Yeah, I haven't either. Uh, not paying attention. It's a lion, so I don't pay attention to so. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't either. He'll be on Monday Night Football tomorrow night. Yep. Prime time. Yeah. Prime time. Well, if you don't have anything good to eat for Monday Night Football, you should get a pizza from Mad Mushroom. Uh, Mad Mushroom has been serving Boilermakers since 1993. It's located in the heart of West Lafayette, and they're well-known as the home of the original cheese sticks. Whenever Evan... Andrew or myself visit, we like to sit down and have an ice-cold beer while trying out their latest pizza of the month, which their pizza of the month right now is the Zesty Salami. That's their buffalo zing sauce covered with salami, mozzarella cheese, and cheddar cheeses and finished with an Italian zest drizzle served with a side of ranch starting at the low price of $13. And if you tell them that the Boiler Breakdown sent you, you get $5 off any order over $20. And any Boiler Breakdown listener or viewer can use the coupon code BREAK5, that's in all caps, B-R-E-A-K-5, to claim your discount online at madmushroom.com. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. Uh, we are not sporting any uh, Purdue t-shirts tonight on the podcast. We all We're have not. different professional teams on, but when we do, we like to wear them from the shop. And what do we got going on from the yes, shop right now? Sir. Uh, the shop is, has been uh, bringing sports and hometown apparel to the fans since 2011 from our humble beginnings in garages and basements. You can find us at you can find us at two retail stores, can't talk tonight, and online. We make comfortable shirts. It makes us happy. The shop is located in Carmel and Indianapolis, as well as online at theshopindy.com. We make the best shirts, period. Next time you're shopping online, use promo code BREAKDOWN for 25% off your order. Now, these two fine gentlemen here have recently done that. Yep. They don't just do shirts. They also do drinkware as, as well. You can see this if you're watching. Lots of stickers. The, the, I have lots, lots of, lots of stuff. stickers. Yeah, they have really, really cool stuff. What a, what a drum there that didn't get to go into South Bend. It was there. Just didn't get to go in the state. I'm really surprised they didn't make David Bell walk through the uh, visitor tunnel. When had, uh, <laughs> that was yeah. funny. Yeah. 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 That was a good yeah. one. I hate Brian Kelly. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, he, I don't know why anybody would want to play for him. He just yells constantly. Uh, just jerk. Jerk. 
Uh, Andrew, what's Shroff Landscaping got going on right now? Because I know I need my yard cleaned up. Yes, sure. Uh, Boiler Breakdown Podcast is brought to you by Shroff Landscaping. Shroff Landscaping has been in business for over 50 years and can handle all of your landscaping needs, including landscape design, maintenance, irrigation, hardscaping, fall cleanup, and their licensed lawn applicators. Contact them today for all of your landscaping needs at 574-223-2769. Shroff Landscaping, design with you in mind. And last but not least, the Boiler Breakdown podcast is also brought to you by Webb's Family Pharmacy. Webb's Family Pharmacy is an independently owned community pharmacy with stores located in Rochester, Akron, and North Manchester, Indiana. Be on the lookout for uh, flu shots that are going to be uh, made by appointment. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing, Evan, you can probably correct me if I'm wrong here. They'll do uh, car appointments for those again this year. I Maybe? assume I will Maybe? follow up. We'll All follow, right. We'll follow All back right. around on that. <laughs> we will follow up. But anyway, just simply call it to set up an appointment. And their friendly, caring staff will be happy to help you. For all of your high-quality medical equipment, supplies, and pharmacy services, check their website out at www.webrx.com or give them a call. Webb's Family Pharmacy, the professional pharmacy with the hometown touch. And they are boiler-owned and operated, as are most of these other businesses. Um. I did see we had one more comment here, not a very positive one, but Patrick Kennedy says Robert Marv going to jail for second charge for Oof. spouse abuse. Ugh. Yeah, not good. Robert's had a tough couple, a tough couple last years. Really hope he can get his life back on track. Um, not good, not good when you when you hear stuff like that. But any final mm-hmm. thoughts heading into the battle for the cannon? Let's just get healthy this week and, and healthy uh, and amen with that. Take care of business. Yep. 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 Keep that cannon where it belongs. Then later in November, go get the bucket. So let's uh, boiler up, hammer down, and beat the line eye. Boiler up. <laughs>